Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Chris Gordy Show. Sports 1280 New Orleans. I don't know what it is with that song. It just... It takes me back and reminds me of the early to mid-90s Saints. And whenever I think of this song, I think of Tyron Hughes taking one back to the house. And the former Pro Bowler and Saints Hall of Famer joins us now to talk a little black and gold. Tyron, what's going on, man? Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Sure, man. Does that song bring some nostalgia to you? Remember you back in those, uh, those 90s days? Oh, yeah, with the Benson Boogie and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, I like the turf now. I like the Superdome now compared to back then, but no. The, oh, there my was... God. We were talking about that uh, <laughs> help out over at uh, St. Augustine High School, which is my alma mater, um, you know, helping with some of the kids or whatever. And, you know, they complaining about, you know, the turf or what have you. And I'm like, that's not turf. <laughs> I, still, I still got scars from Nebraska on my arm. <laughs> On that old turf, that that hard carpet. That's yeah, I was going to say, it was. yeah, it was carpet is what you guys ran on. I don't know how you did it, but uh, but you did it. Uh, Tyrone Hughes joining us. It's funny, Tyrone. I was just talking about Larry uh, Holder broke down. Um, you know, he did his early 53-man roster projection of this team. And it's so interesting when we talk about special teams and a return man. But Marcus Sherrills is a guy that they – paid specifically to come in and just be a return man. And it's funny, I don't know if all Saints fans realize, but this guy was really, really good in Minnesota. He leaves the Vikings with two records. He's the franchise all-time leader in punt return yards and punt return touchdowns. Only two Saints players in in history have multiple punt return touchdowns. One of them was Reggie Bush, and the other one was you. So this guy, Marcus Sherrills, I think could really be an asset to this team in the return game. Oh, he can definitely be uh, an asset. Um, oh, well, let me say this. If you're talking about punt returns, now, if there's two in the game, that was actually, uh, I think it was Reggie Bush, and uh, I did two kickoff returns. Okay. And was... Michael Lewis, I think, did a punt return and a kickoff return. Okay. Um, but it was multiple in one game, so you can't take away from that. <laughs> but just that correction. But first of all, with the way things are being done nowadays, first of all, kickoff returns are just out the door. Uh, with these guys, you know, as far as they're kicking them inside the uh, out of the end zone, or with this new setup, I mean, I don't know uh, with, the, with the guys up front and the alignments and everything. I don't know how you're going to really get any uh, quality kickoff returns. I mean, somebody just literally has to get out of there, laying on the coverage team, or miss a miss a tackle. Um, but as far as punt returns, I mean, they're still um, they're still there, you know. And, and, and guys, uh, I think teams have. Because of the kickoff returns, uh, I think teams have kind of slept on the punt returns uh, or have an understanding that that is still an important aspect of the game that can actually turn the game around for you. So I think they're, they've, they've kind of gotten away from putting more emphasis uh, on the punt return uh, and, and, and just, barely, uh, just basically saying, hey, look, let's just catch the ball and get what we can and, and, and leave it at that. But um, obviously the coverage teams, 
getting down there are, are very important and still need a lot of emphasis on that. But I think the return game has really kind of gotten lost. Yeah, it really has. And it's funny, I'm, I'm just looking at um, you know, just some of the numbers. You know, Michael Michael Lewis, who had, you know, 1,400 yards um, in, in career punt return yards. Marcus Sherrill's has almost 1,000 more yards than that, 2,447 uh, career punt return yards. So this wow. guy, even with even with all the rule changes and, and all where you know feels like he can't really get many return yards nowadays, this guy's still making it happen. That's why I say he's, he's just an intriguing name to watch for me. We may not see much of him throughout the preseason, but it, it, was, it has been a dynamic for the Saints this, the past couple of years where they just haven't had much success in that return game. And to me, Tyrone, I want to keep Alvin Kamara as healthy as possible. There ain't no reason to put him on any special teams units no, this year. No, and I didn't know that. I mean, and, and, and I'll say this. As a rookie, you try to do what you can as much as you can when when asked. Um, and I don't think they, you know, having him back down kickoff return, uh, was that his rookie year? I think he broke one. And then, um, you know, maybe even on punt returns, just saying, hey, you know, go back and catch it. Uh, but no, I mean, just having somebody else back there with all of the work that he's going to have to do, uh, he's he's going to need that breather. Yeah, it, it, certainly. And again, you know, if he's going to be with no Mark Ingram, and we'll see what Latavius Murray looks like. I mean, it seems like Alvin Kamara is going to be a little bit more of a running back this year. So if that's the case, then that's his job. That's what I want him doing. You know, still line him up <laughs> in the slot from time to time and move him around. But I, I want that guy. I, think, I want that guy. What I think, with, and again, in Sean Payton's offense, uh, I think I don't think you'll see much of a change. Or much more, uh, you know. He, he, I think, the first was the first three or four games last year when Mark was out. He he took on a lot of the load, not just as a running back. Um, you know, they moved him into the slot, moved him outside. So he played a lot in the game, uh, which for his size, I don't think he needs that kind of pounding. Uh, so I think um, with Murray being in there, I don't think you'll see too much of a difference. Uh, I don't think you'll see more him more carrying the ball more than what he was doing when Mark was in there. Uh, just because of Sean Payton's offense, these guys basically are going to be in and out uh, and, and, and it's situational. Talking with uh, Tyrone Hughes here. Um, Tyrone, thoughts on the new $100 million man and Michael Thomas? I, I always <laughs> say, Tyrone, you pay your great players, and that's what the Saints did with their best wide receiver. And, and they did. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, Odell Beckham, he needs to give, give him a couple of dollars because Odell Beckham <laughs> helped him out a lot <laughs> with the contract he received. Um, but I think Michael Thomas has done uh, an excellent job and obviously has been the main guy uh, for Drew Brees. He's been that Marcus Colston for Drew Brees over the last three years. Uh, and, and one of the things I was talking about and didn't have an understanding of is a lot of these guys with these new contracts now or the way the contracts are worked out is that it used to be like when I came out with free agency, it was four years. Your third year, you were a restricted free agent. And then your fourth year, you were unrestricted free agent. Well, now I'm understanding a lot of these guys are getting contracts from their fourth and, and going into from rookie contracts going into four and five years uh, to where they're actually unrestricted or there's no restriction there uh, within that third year. So the team basically has them locked down. So, again, they didn't have to pay him, but I think he's done enough and has proved that he deserved to get paid. And that was one of the things that I actually posted on my Facebook page and tweeted out. You know, I had read some comments where some of the people were saying he wasn't worth it you know, what have you, but understanding the NFL, you get paid for what you did and in hopes of being able to continue to do that. You don't get, you're not, he's not getting paid 
a hundred million dollars to say, hey, this we know you're going to do this in the future. No, he's earned that hundred million dollars for what he has done. Now let's hope he can continue to do it because if you pay guys on what they can do in the future, I mean, you, you realistically, and it's not it's going to sound crazy, but as they get older, obviously you just start to diminish. So you're not going to have that same type of quality type person uh, as they move forward up in age. So a lot of guys, you see a lot of the best performances out of guys those two to that second, third, and fourth year. So when they start to get up, it starts to diminish just because of age and the pounding that they're going to take. Yeah, and, and no doubt. But I mean, but this is a guy still very much in his prime. I mean, 20, uh, 26 years old, just turned 26. And what's crazy, Tyrone, when I look at the numbers, I mean, the guy, he was targeted 147 times last year. Only 22 of those he didn't catch. The guy caught 125. He's one of the best reliable catch receivers in the NFL. I mean, and like I said, I mean, he's that Marcus Colston type guy. You know, and, and anytime Drew, I mean, and, and you look at how many times he was targeted from Drew, you know, and look at how many times other receivers were targeted. That's Drew's guy, you know, and he's going to throw to whoever he feels comfortable in knowing through practice who's going to catch the ball. And on top of it, Tyrone, with the with the money, I mean, there's some guys you're afraid of paying, right? I mean, you know, I don't want to throw guys under the bus, but Junior Gallette, let's be real, when he got his money, it, he, he slacked off a little bit. Some guys do that. With Michael Thomas, you don't, I mean, this guy works, his work ethic, the, as hard as he works, you don't expect out of this guy. I mean, it's not like he's going to go, well, I got paid, now I can just uh, phone it in. This guy seems like he's going to work even harder now that he got paid. Yes, he is. He's going to um, work a lot harder. I mean, and, and the thing about it is, as you said, because of his age, uh, I don't see him diminishing anytime soon. So uh, it, it, it's going to be a situation where he has a lot to prove and a lot of time to grow. Talking with uh, Tyrone Hughes here, of course, uh, Saints Hall of Famer, a, a former Pro Bowler. Uh, what's the biggest question mark for you, Tyrone, looking at this team as they gear up um, for, obviously, their first preseason game a week away and training camp fully underway now? What's the biggest question mark for you? The other receivers. <laughs> without, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a question mark. I mean, when you look at... I mean, Traquan Smith had a nice, you know, rookie season last year, a little inconsistent. You know, you had guys like Keith Kirkwood who came on, but no, I'm with you. I mean, Ted Ginn was banged up a little bit last year, and when he was out, man, this offense really became one-dimensional. He was either going to Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara, and I like them having Jared Cook in there. I think that's going to help open things up this year. That's going to help Drew a lot, and it definitely will. I mean, that was a huge sign, and I mean, first of all, I don't think they ever should have let Jimmy Graham go. Um, but again, it's a business. It is what it is. But I think one of the things you, you started seeing teams do towards the end of the season is say, "Hey, look, let's double team Michael Thomas, and we'll take uh, man to man on the other receivers." I mean, even with Ted Ginn, yeah, he had the speed, but he's fifty-fifty. You don't know when he's going to catch the ball or not. So, I mean, everybody, Michael Thomas was the focus, and now bringing in um, the tight end is, is going to be. I mean, Cook is going to be a, a hell of a relief on Thomas. Um, but again, you still need, they need to have a speed guy that can catch the ball. 
Yeah, and, and they and they're looking for that guy. Look, the guy I like, Emmanuel Butler. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he wowed the first couple of days of training camp. But as Larry Holder said in his fifty-three man projection, he said, "Ain't nobody ever made a team with four days, four good days at training camp." Like he's got to do it throughout the preseason, and maybe if he does that, then hey, he's got a shot to make this team. But no, I'm with you, man. They're they're looking for that extra that extra guy that can step up because, like I said, when you go look at the 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 box score, Tyrone, in the NFC Championship game, the leading receiver that day was Alvin Kamara. That can't be the – your running back can't be the leading receiver in a big game like that. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing that I'm saying. I mean, they have all of these guys that um, need to be able to step up and produce. I mean, they've – some you know, you, you had a Marcus Coates and you had a Lance Moore who ended up being diamonds in the rough, but you can't consistently go on that. you got to bring in guys that are actually developed – and, and possession receivers that can catch anything around them, that can go deep, can be able to stretch the defense. Because at some point, even if you don't complete those deep passes, I mean, teams are going to start learning, hey, let's just sit on all of their routes. Last thing for you, Tyrone, uh, college football. I'm looking ahead to next season. Everybody's buying in on Scott Frost in Nebraska. Are you, you think this is the year they take that step forward? Um, No. <laughs> 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 no, um, I think he's going to need uh, at least another year or two. Um, one, to get the guys in that he needs. Um, with the season type of season he had last year, you know, one thing I, I tell people, I don't care how great of a recruiter you are. If your team is not winning, you're not going to get those five-star guys. You know, Alabama doesn't have to go out and recruit. Everybody's sending film to Alabama. Everybody wants to go to Alabama. You know, LSU still has that, that – they're trying to get over that hump. You know, they're getting some quality guys, but they're not getting those five stars across the board because, again, they're not always in contention for that national championship. Clemson, Georgia, they don't really have to recruit. They're going to get those guys. Um, so until that program actually gets turned around, meaning you have to take the guys you actually have now – develop those players, and I think that's the key word, being able to develop them. You know, a lot of these colleges get these guys in, um, these high, high recruits in, but they don't develop them. Um, they don't have the coaches to do it. You know, hey, yeah, well, I'm a great recruit. I got, I got him in here, uh, or good enough to get him in here, but let's develop them to help turn this program around. Then you'll start seeing um, these five stars – that's going to want to start coming. Hey, I see. I, I know I'm going to be on television. I know I can go here and start and be ready to play. And 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 I'm going to, you know, I'm looking at the NFL. And I mean, kids nowadays in high school are looking to play in the NFL. Where I was playing, coming out of saying, "Oh, I was just happy to be playing football." <laughs> you know, I wasn't even looking at. Go- I was going to college for, for for academics because my parents were going to make sure I was going to college. But I wasn't even thinking about a college scholarship. I mean, these kids are looking forward. They're working out now for the NFL. And I tell them, I said, I mean, most of them with the bodies they have today, I said, I didn't even look like that until my junior year of college. (laughs) So, So I mean, it's all about these kids have a perspective. You know, we talk about the the, the millennials. You know, I think you're going to see a lot of times now what a lot of these coaches need to do, even on the NFL level, is hire some of these, start hiring some of these high school coaches because they ain't, they're not going to know how to handle these kids because they are so, they're so entitled and they're so precious and soft that, you know, they don't have that beast mentality right now. And that's what, you know, and so a lot of coaches, you know, they'll cry, they'll get upset, they'll get into their feelings, and it's like, really? 
<laughs> you know, so I think a lot of a lot of things with LSU uh, has to do, and what Nebraska has to do is basically take the players they have, develop that team into a national championship team, or at least a conference championship team, and then that way they can, um, you know, have, get get the guys that they're looking for. So you're saying you weren't sold on the nightlife of Lincoln, Nebraska? Oh no, definitely not, not at all. <laughs> That is, is not, that is not what got me there. <laughs> he is uh, Tyrone Hughes, of course, uh, a former Pro Bowler and Saints uh, Saints Hall of Famer. Tyrone, thanks so much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. And uh, let's do it again when the season gets closer here. All right, Chris. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks, man. Tyrone Hughes uh, joining us here on the Chris Gordy Show. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.